Listen, those are the drums of liberty. One of the main reasons we are suffering from huge increases in violent crime. We're going to answer that next on the Liberty Minute. Welcome to the Theory to Action podcast, where we examine the timeless treasures of wisdom from the great books in less time to help you take action immediately and ultimately to create and lead a flourishing life. Now, here's your host, David Kaiser. Hello, I am David, and welcome back to the Liberty Minute. In last week's Liberty Minute, we talked about the tyranny of big tech. We mentioned the robber barons of the mid-19th and early 20th century. Checked out how Senator Josh Hawley equated our modern version of big tech to those robber barons of yesteryear. And so to transition to where and how money is influencing politics and culture, and especially where that money and influence can change a culture of safety that we had for a long time into a culture of violent crime that we have been seeing for the last two years, we're going to turn to George Soros, the Hungarian-born financial investor who perhaps more than anyone else, more than any other person, has shaped and influenced not only the United States in the last 30 years, but more importantly, the rest of the world. Let's cover his brief biography. George Soros was born Georgi Schwartz in Budapest, Hungary in 1930. He survived the Nazi occupation of Hungary with his family, and he moved to the UK after the war. He studied at the famed London School of Economics until 1954, completing degrees in philosophy and a master's in science. 1969, he started his own company, Double Edge, or Double Eagle, rather, Double Eagle, and it's now renamed the Quantum Fund. And Mr. Soros kind of got his name in 1992. That's when he broke out and, and the rest of the world began to know who he was and how he was going to influence the world towards his worldview. In 1992, he short-sailed some $10 billion of U.S. dollars and pounds sterling, which earned him a profit of about a billion dollars and also put him on the map as what was known then as the man who broke the Bank of England. And he has been married three times, divorced twice. And according to Forbes magazine, no other billionaire has donated such a large percentage of their net worth. And he did that to his Open Society Foundations. Now, his Open Society Foundations is the vehicle that conducts his personal and ideological influence. There are many areas that he gives money to shape that influence towards, like I said, his worldview. He does it through higher education. He does it against or with uh, big media. He does it certainly in international politics and culture. And he does it at least for the last 30 years in domestic United States politics. 
But the area that Americans that you are directly feeling, Mr. George Soros, is probably in the last decade or so in local politics, specifically local prosecutors and office holders that are funded by him and through his foundations. And to understand this problem and how your liberty is being compromised and where this huge increase in crime is coming from, let us turn to our book of the day. Fascinating book, The Man Behind the Curtain, Inside the Secret Network of George Soros by Matt Palumbo. Matt's written a great book here, done a lot of extensive research. Matt also runs the Bongino Report. I think he does all the behind-the-scenes stuff, makes sure it keeps running, up and running. Bongino Report, if you don't know by now, is uh, the competitor to the Drudge Report after Drudge lost his mind and uh, pretty much uh, went way left. And now I'm not sure. I I visit his site maybe once a month, but um, I'm not sure what he is now. Uh, the aggregated, the, the website's really never changed. It's never grown in terms of technology. So I'm guessing he's still earning a living, but um, his politics are across the board. And, and I'm not sure what, what he's, I'm not sure he's even a journalist. But Matt has, uh, Matt Palumbo, that is, has written a great book here. Like I said, The Man Behind the Curtain Inside the Secret Network of George Soros. And a secret network it very much is. So let's go to the book to learn about this network. We're going to get our first pull quote. Quote, in an age when the left views everything as racist, Soros began in the mid-2010s backing state prosecutors who embraced that vision and look to change the criminal justice system accordingly underpinning the ideology of Soros and those he backs is in these sorts of races is one that paints the American legal system, not only as systemically racist, but founded upon a racist principles requiring the complete abolition and reimagination of the justice system. Soros gave at least $33 million in one year to help various groups that spurred the protest and riots in Ferguson. This would be Ferguson, Missouri, following the justified police shooting of Michael Brown. Among those aided included, quote, buses of activists from the Samuel DeWitt Proctor Conference in Chicago, from the Drug Policy Alliance, Make the Road New York, and Equal Justice USA from New York from Sojourners, the Advancement Project and Center for Community Change in Washington, and networks of the Gamaliel Foundation, all funded in part by Mr. Soros, descended on Ferguson starting in August and later organized protests and gatherings in the city. Now, the purpose of the propaganda isn't to be logical, it's to convince, and even at a time where America is objectively the least racist it's ever been, the narrative of systemic white supremacy has practically become conventional wisdom among the ruling class. End of quote. So you can see right out of the gate, uh, Mr. Zoros, uh, his ideology runs deep, um, and he, he uses his Open Society Foundation's as part of this vast network 
We just covered he spent $70 million across 15 races in 2016 with his candidates winning 12 of those races. And a lot of these races have never seen the amount of funding that he's given to them. Essentially, if you're an opponent of Mr. Soros, you're going to get drowned. You're going to get outspent anywhere from 4 to 1, 8 to 1, 12 to 1. And this this is Soros' contribution to the common good and to civil society. Essentially, he wants to promote, help elect, and continue to fund these office holders to destabilize the United States. So justice and public safety can then be, quote, reimagined. Let's go back to the book, quote, Soros's first strategy to influence law and justice in America was to stack the courts by advocating for replacing elections for judges with selection by committee in which a committee made up of lawyers appoints judges to the bench as opposed to voters in election, which is now most non-federal judges nationwide are selected. Soros's Open Society Institute Fund has spent at least $5 million from 2005 to 2015 towards this goal, though the figure could be as high as $45 million according to one report. It's disputed because some of the funds went to legal issues that had no position on merit selection. Most of Soros's money has gone towards funding candidates directly and the damage they're doing to the law and order nationwide is undeniable. End of quote. Yes, it is completely undeniable. To dig even deeper on this strategy, let's go state by state so state by state so we can get so we can really zoom in, so we can check out the details, and certainly check out how these radical office holders that are all funded by Soros money, are destabilizing our public safety. Let's start in Arizona. Quote, Soros contributed $2 million to Maricopa Strong with the aim of getting Sheriff Joe Arapaio out of office. It was the single largest donation he had made in a local race in 2016, and it was successful, leading Arpaio to be replaced by Sheriff Paul Penzone, ending Arpaio's 24-year reign. Penzone ran on a platform of undoing Arpaio's legacy of being extremely tough on crime and legal immigration, illegal immigration. Just the month after he took office, illegal aliens were being released by Penzone at a rate of, listen to this, 400 criminal illegals every 10 days. One of the first major policies Penzone enacted after taking office was to end the practice of keeping immigrants in jail longer to give immigration authorities time to determine if they were in the country illegally. He is also known he also ended what was known as a jail known as Tent City, which was a result of Arpaio's first act as sheriff way back in nineteen ninety three. Now, fast forward four years and Penzone was interfering with the Maricopa County 2020 election audit. And he was refusing to comply with a subpoena to hand over that data, claiming it would compromise, quote, the security of sensitive 
protected and criminal data, end of quote. Wow, what an office holder. Let's move on to Pennsylvania. Quote, Soros pumped nearly $1.5 million into backing Larry Krasner. Krasner in the Democrat primary for the Philadelphia District Attorney election, which Krasner won. He championed, or he campaigned rather, on social reform and reducing the prison population. Chants of F the police could be heard at his victory party. Now, as a lawyer in Philadelphia, Krasner sued the police department 75 times representing groups including Occupy Philadelphia and Black Lives Matter. And he called law enforcement systemically racist. Now, Philadelphia has an accelerated rehabilitative disposition program known as ARD, which is a pretrial program for some first-time offenders that allows them to get off with a lighter probationary sentence. In the year before Krasner's election, only 12 cases qualified for this diversion. During his first year in office, 78 were referred to the ARD program. End of quote. Philadelphia is an unmitigated disaster. Krasner has alienated police officers and his radical social justice ideology has hurt the poor and minority communities the most. In fact, so much so that in 2021, 559 murders happened, people getting killed. It was the most in the city's history. Unbelievable. And for our third example, let's go out to L.A. Quote, Soros spent over $2.5 million backing George Gascone, who assumed office as L.A. District Attorney in December 2020. During Gascone's prior tenure as San Francisco's DA, a position he held until January of 2019, property crime increased by 49%, and misdemeanor charges were filed in only 40% of cases presented by the police. He was once the chief of the Mesa Police Department and frequently clashed with Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Gascon announced that he would no longer prosecute crimes that he says are, quote, associated with poverty. And I don't know if you've seen, but L.A. is a virtual tent city. Downtown, the urban area is uh, the center city of, of Los Angeles is street upon street upon street upon street of homeless vagrants, a lot of drugs. And I guess I just read where there's diseases that were eradicated in the 13th, 14th, and 15th century that are now coming back in droves. Back to the book. Most crimes are disproportionately committed by the poor, so this is a kind of reasoning opens up Pandora's box and legalizing most crimes that are associated with poverty. Gascon said that crimes such as trespassing, disturbing the peace, driving without a license, driving on a suspended license, drug and paraphernalia possession, drinking in public, public intoxication, loitering to commit prostitution and resisting arrest will all be, quote, declined and dismissed before arraignment and without conditions, end of quote. Gascon's disdain for the consequences doesn't stop with a nonviolent crime either. 
as he eliminated sentencing enhancements for convicted criminals, issuing a directive statement that said sentencing enhancements and other sentencing allegations, including under the three strikes law, shall not be filed in any cases and shall be withdrawn in pending matters. End of quote. So there you go. In California, L.A., Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Arizona. The list goes on and on and on. And we don't have to talk about the details. We don't have to keep going on the details here. In fact, for our members, we're going to do a part two where we go in to this book much, much deeper. We're going to do a much deeper dive. That being said, let me just say a quick word about our membership. You can check out our Academy Review membership, audio membership at tmojoacademy.com. Click on the member area. It's very affordable. You're going to get two books reviewed for you each and every month. They range roughly from 25 to 45 minutes. This month, we're going to be adding a bonus book, The Plague Upon Our House by Scott Atlas, which we covered earlier in a Liberty Minute. But what else do you get? Well, you're going to get these exclusive type um, second editions or part twos of some of these Liberty Minutes where we want to go deeper into these books to give you more of the top ideas from these books. You also get practical quick steps so that you can put some of these theories into action. Depending on the book, you're also going to get the top ideas and solutions from the great books especially in personal development and growth and mastery so that you will always feel that you're functioning at the top of your game. I always mention this, but most of us, most Americans barely read four books a year. So just in a matter of a couple months, you will have passed the four bookmark. You will be beating the average of most books read by Americans. So I invite you come join us now at the teammojoacademy.com. Click on the member section in the top right. You can see all the details there. You can also subscribe there and you can get all the first six books loaded up right now. We're going to be loading up more uh, in the next couple of weeks and you can listen to them all right now. So I hope you will consider joining us today and getting back to our Liberty Minute today. With nationwide violence dramatically up everywhere, violent crime dramatically up everywhere, even FBI statistics show a 30% increase in violent crime from 2020 compared to the previous year. That's the largest single year jump since the 1960s when the FBI, the FBI actually started tracking those numbers. So with many crimes simply sometimes not even being reported anymore because, you know, there's a national police shortage. Police are retiring early. And then there's these other social factors like communities and city councils um, wanting to defund the police. So with all that swirling around, Matt has written a fantastic book here. He does a lot of good original research. It's a very good writing, so I congratulate you, young man, on your book. And folks, with, with all this happening, your liberty is truly in the balance. And the biggest influencer of that liberty is how you vote. 
Now, Matt has done the great reporting here. He's exposed the Soros secret network. And I ask you to do your homework to see which of these candidates are funded by whom. And and when you do that, do you seek out the candidates whom you feel answer the questions truthfully and honestly? Because most communities, most people, most Americans don't have these this worldview. Most Americans don't want this stuff especially poor and minority communities that are getting hurt the most by these prosecutors and office holders and district attorneys all across our major, our major U S cities. And plus all across the country, George Soros, he funds these office holders with their radical, radical social justice ideologies. And frankly, these Office holders, these Soros-funded office holders, they are the problem, and they're certainly definitely not the solution. So let us vote out these people, no matter the amount of money that they throw up. And for all you members, be sure to check out the Review Membership Private Podcast for part two of The Man Behind the Curtain, Inside the Secret Network of George Soros by Matt Palumbo. And as always, keep fighting the good fight. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this Theory to Action podcast. Be sure to check out our show page at TeamMojoAcademy.com, where we have everything we discussed in this podcast, as well as other great resources. Until next time, keep getting your mojo on. Are you a voracious reader who yearns for a deeper understanding of your favorite books? Or perhaps you're a busy professional seeking to enrich your knowledge, but short on time. The Mojo Academy 2.0 is your perfect solution. Our revamped service now includes beautifully designed monthly written reviews and PDF format to accompany our popular audio reviews. These aren't just summaries. These are comprehensive and insightful explorations of each book packed with the actual quotes from the book to enhance your understanding. With usually 69 pages per review, they are perfect reference tools to take your learning to the next level. Get your free Mojo Academy review in written format at teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes for that free link. Again, teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes, and you will see the link for the free written review. Get yours today.